Super Talk Mississippi media production. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Kicking off a brand new week, the day after Labor Day morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. I trust your weekend was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was enjoyable to have a long weekend, although I had to work Friday night and Saturday morning and then yeah. last night. But it felt like a normal weekend with the length having the long weekend. And that has the added benefit of making Tuesday the Mondayest Tuesday we've had in a while. It is, isn't it? Yeah. For you, I guess so. little football this weekend. Oh, yeah. And here's the big question. What about your water? You got I have water? pressure, but it's, it's it hadn't been safe to drink since pretty much when I moved in. For six weeks now, I believe, huh? Well, that's just this stint of the boil water notice. Right. Those we had are... about a two-week reprieve between water notices. One was a couple weeks old and then had a week or two, and now we're on week six. Those are fairly regular. We, we, oh, have, yeah. uh, we are accustomed to that in the capital city. Been brushing teeth with bottled water for a minute now. Yeah. However, the mayor of the bold new city, Choke Way, uh, uh, La Bamba, he goes out and says that it's climate change. Of course he does. That's what he said on ABC News. Record you don't floods. have a logical response to anything that's happening in your power. You just blame climate change or racism. Well, help me out there. Isn't that sort of the default from the Democrat Party these days? See, oh, yeah. It's one of two things, climate change or racism, right? Or root, the root cause of everything. Now it's ultra-MAGA Republicans. MAGA. <laughs> they love that, don't they? Joe Biden goes in front of the nation yesterday to deliver a speech, and it was once again very unpresidential, very divisive, a partisan union crowd in attendance, all about unions. And, you know, it's not that I oppose the right to unionize and organize. It's just that the way they, the way they posture it is that workers good, employers bad. All employers are just bad. They're evil, they're wicked, they're exploitative. Forget about the fact that somebody took a lot of risk and worked their rears off to build companies to provide opportunity. That never gets discussed. 
It's just they woke up one day and had these companies that are producing wealth for them, and they did it, like, illegitimately and uh, inhumanely. That's it's, it's never anything positive about the private sector and private enterprise. I don't ever hear it. They constantly lash out and demean, denounce the private sector, uh, always contending that they don't pay their fair share and all that crap. Everything was done on the backs of workers. Well, okay, fine. Uh, Go work somewhere else. There's plenty of jobs. And if government intervenes to try to establish equity, that just screws everything up. Never works. Ever. But I don't know. I, I'm tired of the divisive rhetoric from someone who's supposed to was billed as a uniter. President for all the people. He goes on to say, I want to be very clear up front. Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Not every Republican embraces extreme ideology. He said this. This was in his uh, speech in Milwaukee. He said, but the extreme, <laughs> the extreme MAGA Republicans in Congress have chosen to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. What does that mean exactly? You mean if you want to protect life in the womb, you're full of hate. Can you square that one for me? I can't. That is considered stripping of constitutional freedoms. It's unbelievable. He just goes on to attack, of course, Senator Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, where he was. He labeled Johnson as one of the MAGA Republicans, the far right. Now he calls them, by the way, Trumpies. That's the new, that's the new pejorative, Trumpies. <laughs> and and of course, just getting a, a live look at the focus groups and the polling on which nickname they think is going to help them the most <laughs> in the election. That that is exact. You're exactly right. It oh, was oh, Orange Man used Trump. He, he used nicknames. We got we got to poll which nicknames are going to work best because malarkey didn't work. We put it on the side of a bus and it just got made fun of. You're absolutely spot on. That was reported this morning. That his inner circle, of course, is testing all of that branding and comes back and says, "Okay, we got it, Trumpies." I mean, I'm simplifying it, but essentially that is what happened. Very Australian of them. Exactly. The Aussies like putting e they on do. the end of stuff. <laughs> They sure do. Which is kind of funny when you have what we would call a biker over there as a bikey. It kind of Not fits. Not quite as menacing. It fits with the accent. Oh, yeah. Doesn't it? The inflection in the accent. He says, extreme MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and our economic security. They embrace political violence. And they're still peddling this narrative about the January 6th deal that five people were killed and numerous... Capitol Police officers were severely injured. Has all that not been vetted as just malarkey, to borrow one of Biden's terms? 
I believe it has, but they still peddle it, and it's still widely believed. Now, I'm no fan of busting up into the Capitol the way they did, but let's let's describe it accurately. we got to deal with the truth here. Well, that's the problem. They don't deal in truth. Just look at how many people on the left still believe that Donald Trump was installed by Russia. Well, that's true. And, and they ran with that interminably the whole time he was in office. He was illegitimately elected. Unbelievable. So he's also really pouncing on this issue of social security because Senator Johnson from Wisconsin, who is up for re-election, by the way, and lots of money's poured into that race from both sides. And all Johnson proposed in an effort to call attention to the economic problems in Social Security and Medicare is that maybe every five years we ought to really take a look at this and make sure that those programs are financially solvent and can meet their needs going forward instead of what we're doing now, which is just kicking the can down the road to the point where it collapses under its own weight. Then everybody's messed over. So that, rather than perceived as an attempt to address the fundamental inevitable problem is is couched by the left as they want to take away your social security and medicare and the minions just yeah no we can't let that happen they just don't understand okay well then it's going to go bankrupt we're going to just do nothing that's that is the approach I mean, that's pretty much the Democrat MO, isn't it? We just keep kicking it down, kicking it, kicking it. Nobody will not touch it. Not my problem, not my job, didn't do anything, not my deal, let somebody else deal with it. Oops. It all went to you-know-what in a handbasket. Not my fault. Well, is that not a similar scenario that could be ascribed to the water problems in the city of Jackson? Pretty much, right? You picked up what I was putting down. Yeah. Don't know if you caught... My interview Sunday, debut appearance, Fox News. Uh, really appreciate the channel having me on. And also want to give kudos to uh, Will East here, who uh, facilitated that, made that happen with his contacts. And, of course, the Networks uh, Association, Super Talks Association, affiliation with Fox News, was clearly an integral part of that. So... Really enjoyed that, discussing the issues. Need 30 minutes, of course, to get into it. It's a complicated matter. If you didn't get it, folks, um, it's actually out on my social media, and it's still on the Fox News website as well. Super Talk has also published it. When we come back, I'll, I'll just give you, if you didn't catch it, a, just a brief summary of what we talked about. And also, White Emmerich was on the program with Paul Gallo this morning, and He talks about something that I totally agree with. We'll get to this when we come back in the Element Well Studios on Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 71. 60% chance of rain on Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, September 8th through the 10th, the entire store, 10% off. Live entertainment, free food and beverages, prizes, great deals all day long, like generic roundup, two and a half gallons, $79.99, rice bran, 50 pound bag, $9.89, $13.13.13, 50-pound bag, $15.99, and corn for $8.50. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event, September 8th through the 10th at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, since 1871 in downtown Bolton. We'll see you there. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you in the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Captain Chris Turnipsey, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol Public Affairs Division. Good morning, Captain. Good to see you again, sir. Good morning, Gerard. It seems like yesterday we were talking about this. Yes, sir. So I see a little rain <laughs> on the window there. You must be, I'm looking at the radar, a little rain in the southeastern portion of Mississippi today. Yes, I'm down here in the Jackson area today. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, must be Just right on the other side of Jackson. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, how did we do? Oh uh, well, we're glad uh, to get get through it this weekend. Had a pretty good weekend. Uh, lots of citations 
I rode over the weekend, and your favorite your favorite one, uh, the seatbelts, uh, a lot of those rode over the weekend oh, as man. well. But I, I knew we had that conversation the other day, and that was just unbelievable to you. But uh, mm. about 1089 on the seatbelts this <laughs> over the weekend. A thousand eighty-nine. I was scared to tell you, uh, Gerard, but yep, I'm afraid so. <laughs> That's just the ones you see that you detect that you know, know about. I know, I know. This has been this is a hot topic with you. Yeah, I was, I was like, man, he's gonna love this number here. <laughs> I was hoping it was gonna be down, but uh, yeah, 1099. Well, I mean, overall, a little bit over, just a touch over 10,000 citations overall over the weekend, which is a pretty uh, heavy weekend for for citations. You know, troopers were. Out this weekend, uh, days off were canceled. We had some uh, some uh, overtime details going on, and all that stuff kind of contributed to uh, uh, the perfect storm of getting a, a high enforcement uh, holiday weekend. Gotcha. So I got to ask you about the seatbelt deal. Of course, this does really intrigue me because this is nothing new. And honestly, automobiles have been fitted with pretty easy to use seatbelts. For quite some time. There was a time I remember when I was a youngster, they were a little difficult to kind of deal with, but not anymore. I mean, they're, they're, they're installed in vehicles so that they're pretty easy to access, plug up, click, and all that stuff. So this is what i got to ask you that I'm, I'm curious about, to the extent you can share with us, Captain. Is there a particular profile that uh, is more prone not to buckle up? Is it old people, young people? Female, male, I mean, is it rich, poor, whatever? Is it late model vehicles or older vehicles? Is it, is it, or is it just across the board? That's a good question. Uh, sometimes you would think you, it would be older people. Uh, sometimes you think it would be careless kids. I mean, you, you try to put these, you, you try to put these uh, offenders in a box, but you, you just can't do it. Uh, it it'll be, it could be anybody. Uh, I wish we could narrow it down to just a certain target group so we could just uh, uh, focus on yeah, that. Right. But, uh, but like you said, it, it can't it can't get any easier. Oh, it's pretty I mean, easy. It can't get yeah. any easier. Do, do, do you do you remember the cars? They kind of stopped it now, and they've kind of went back to maybe we need to go back to the ones with the electric ones that go over you. I do you remember that. Those yeah. people would those people would duck down though and let that let it go over their head. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, like I say, it's the easiest thing you can do. It's kind of like I, I don't know when you're trying to troubleshoot a problem that's so easy. I mean, we've we've taken all the effort and guesswork out of it. You just, I mean, you just got to put it on. It's got to be a habit when you yeah. sit in the car, put the thing on because it it can it save your life uh, and save your passenger's life. You know, some of these numbers, uh, some of this is child restraint on the uh, on this. It's child restraint. Uh, mixed in with with uh, total occupant uh, restraints, but uh, yeah, it's it, it needs to that, that needs to be addressed. But like I said, it's job security. It seems like I've been doing this for almost twenty four years now. And we've been preaching this message the whole time, and it's you know it, it's still a, a, a consistent issue. Yeah, you know, and what I'm thinking truly about the convenience aspect. Uh, I mean, I remember when we all only had lap belts, right? And and it was a bit of a hassle in that often the belts would get kind of pushed into the seam of the back of the seat and and the uh, the seat itself, the bench part of the seat, and you'd have to dig them out. And it was a little bit of a hassle, but now they're all installed, right? 
uh, up above near near the roof of the vehicle, and and you just demonstrate it there. It's pretty easy just to pull them out. They don't get lost. Mm-hmm. They don't get stuck. Right. So. Yeah, I don't even have to, to look. I don't even have to look. But it's I do, right there. I do remember. And then, the got, days, then you've you, got these. Al- go ahead. You, you, these alarms and alert. These right. alarms and alerts. Right. They sit here and ding. I don't see how people. See, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Something dinging or a red light on my dashboard. I, I just want to pull over and address it. Hmm. Uh, but but definitely, I, I mean, it's. Like I say, it can't be any easier. But uh, like I say, I think this is going to be. This is going to be a. While I'm here and while we're talking, we're going to have this conversation every holiday period, I believe. And more importantly, Captain, is in your experience and in the experience of of our state troopers, you guys come upon crashes, and uh, sometimes those, unfortunately, uh, result in fatalities, uh, certainly harm uh, to to humans. How, how many of, of those situations could have been avoided, or certainly the severity could have been lessened, if they'd have had their belts on? I would say at least fifty percent. I, I, I kind of look at the numbers of fatalities we usually have yearly versus how many were belted and not belted. We could we could probably cut our uh, fatal crash our, our fatal numbers down in fifty percent if everybody would would buckle up. Usually, the number comes to about fifty percent. Incredible. Incredible. All right, so what about the, the crashes over the weekend? How we do there? Crashes, uh, let me get down here my numbers here because I got them pulled up. Uh, this year, we had well, we did have three fatal crashes uh, compared to six last year, so it was a 50% uh, decrease on that. Overall, overall crashes, uh, let's see, I've, got, I've got all these numbers here. I'm trying to give them to you. And trying to pull them up, 143 over the weekend. So 143 total, uh, 46 injuries, three fatal crashes with with three deaths, and those deaths were George County, Washington County, and then over around Radiant and Lauderdale. So, hmm. uh, as far as number of crashes, pretty similar to to what we had last year. Uh, citations were up quite a bit, so. Uh, hmm kept that down like i said it was a busy weekend we had a lot of home ball games this weekend and i think that was there was a lot of traffic on the road so uh that's gonna your citations are are, going to go up when you have that 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 flow of traffic i mean it's pretty much like uh if you ever if you ever come out of jackson on uh lakeland i mean 25 all the way between uh flowood and starfall almost looks like lakeland drive on on a game day It's, it's going north or coming south after the game, so it's it's a lot of traffic out there. Yeah, was the volume for this Labor Day weekend, Captain, similar to uh, prior years? Um, certainly pre-pandemic prior years. I would say so. I mean, from all from all I observed and everything that's been reported to us, it, it looked you know very similar to to back uh, 2018, 2019. So yeah. all that stuff's back up to pretty much back up to normal. What's the next big weekend? Thanksgiving. We got a little. We got a little bit of break here. Okay. Uh, gonna get, get through this month, uh, next month, and then Thanksgiving will be the next uh, big holiday period. And that's usually a, one of the busiest uh, travel days sure. uh, of the year, uh, according to statistics. Uh, a lot of people travel on Thanksgiving, going and seeing family. Even more on Thanksgiving than actually Christmas. Uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, everybody wants to get out and travel on Thanksgiving, and then try to. A lot of times, make people come to their home. You know, there's a lot of local travel. Well, mostly on Christmas, it's just one of what I see, what I've what I've noticed. But uh, yeah, Thanksgiving will be a big one. 
Yeah. Any special projects or, or training or other activities uh, with respect to the Highway Patrol you want to tell us about, Cap? Oh, well, just just this cadet, this new we got, uh, this patrol school we're trying to get ready for. Matter of fact, I'm out right now at uh, the Maloda law, law Enforcement Officers Training Academy right now. We're doing some uh, recruiter uh, training this morning, so I stepped out, ducked out uh, to come get on the phone with y'all. We're trying to get everything ready and prepared uh, for these uh, for this patrol school coming around late January. Uh, we're taking applications uh, out, out to October the 14th. So we're, we're getting prepped for that, for that patrol school. It'll be about an 18-week school, and we're hoping to add uh, some more troopers. We're up to about uh, 5.06 now, 500-ish uh, troopers out of our 650 uh, max allotment. Okay. So we're trying to add to those numbers. You know, we got a retirement, and so it's, you go up, and then you come back down with retirement and all. So we're trying to keep everything level and balanced so we can uh, keep trying to provide uh, the safety uh, that we want to provide out here for the Mississippi motorists. Absolutely. Captain, always a pleasure visiting with you, sir. And uh, please, of course, extend our gratitude to the fantastic men and women of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir, Gerard. It's our pleasure. We keep doing what we do. And uh, thank you for having us on to talk about this today. Look forward to the next opportunity. Yes, sir. All right, folks, we're going to step aside for a break right here. When we return, we're going to continue talking about the uh, water crisis in Jackson. We'll have more analysis on that and a lot more on Midday. Stay with us. Highway Patrol, my hours are long and my pay is low, but I'll do my best to keep you driving slow. I'm just doing my job on the Highway Patrol. I'm just doing my job. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. I would buy her the moon if I could, but I've got to stick to my budget. John and Corey, how can I afford the diamond she really wants? You know, I think you'll be genuinely surprised by how much diamond you can afford at Juniker Jewelry Company. Because here you will find 10 times the diamonds and engagement rings of average jewelry stores. And the true diamond experts to help you put it all together. The diamond engagement ring of her dreams is right here, right now, at Juniker Jewelry Company. And with multiple financing options and good credit, it can be remarkably affordable. We even have diamond engagement rings complete with your choice of center diamonds, starting at under $2,000. So, what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Give her the moon. We make it easy at Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at JunikerJewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. 
Lace up your tennis shoes and join us in Greenwood on September 17th for one of Mississippi's oldest road races. The 42nd annual 300 Oaks Road Race has something for everyone in the family. A 10K run, 5K run, 5K walk, and a one-mile color run for the kids. Team discounts available for the 5K walk. Get your friends, co-workers, and family together now and join us with a run under the Oaks on Saturday, September 17th in Greenwood. Visit www.300oaks.com to register. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Long Beach man is facing several charges after allegedly shooting three people during an argument Sunday night. Dion Woods is facing two counts of aggravated assault and one count of domestic violence aggravated assault. His girlfriend and the girlfriend's mother and father were shot and transported to hospitals for treatment. Woods is being held at the Harrison County Adult Detention Facility in lieu of a $600,000 bond. Following a 59-3 and season opener win over Florida A&M, Jackson State quarterback Shador Sanders has been named both SWAC and FCS Offensive Player of the Week. The Tigers will return to action Saturday against Tennessee State in the annual Southern Heritage Classic in Memphis. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3, on Super Talk Mississippi. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
too many know about In the silence between Whisper and shout The space between Wonder and doubt A little rush bumping us into this segment. We thank you so much for joining us. We are in the Element Well Studios. It's a Tuesday. The day after Labor Day, I guess we could say summer officially over. You think so? Weather-wise, not. Yeah, weather-wise, it's still a little warm. Still got some kind of summerish showers in the afternoon. But uh, I want to say the official end of summer isn't till third or fourth week of this month. Right. But yeah, the unofficial end. You of mean summer. astrologically speaking? Something right? like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm tired of the rain. I just want you to know that. Good grief. This is just unprecedented for August and September. Is it not? I can't remember one being that soggy, no. Yeah, pretty unusual. Normally it's dry. Dry, dry, dry. Hot, humid, and dry. So, but the mayor of the city of Jackson was quick to attribute the city's water crisis, to climate change, record, he said record heat, record cold since he's been in office, of course, flooding. Well, that's, there's no question. I did look it up, by the way. 2019, the wettest year on record nationwide, not just Jackson. Why is it that Jackson seemed to have, best I know, the most serious issues with its water system. I mean, it was wet everywhere. I also looked up the hottest period on record. You know, that according to Noah, it was in the 1800s. That's what they said. You're not surprised at that, are you? No. I was thinking either 1880s, maybe 1890s, or the... 1920s or 30s. I know there was a hot period during that time, too. 85, I think, for about six years there. So, and who could forget the flood of 79? By far. Record level of the Pearl, right? 83. There's no doubt that the flood, as a result of unseasonable rains, was an issue that that just triggered... Really what it did is exposed the underlying problems of the O.B. Curtis treatment plant not far from the reservoir. It draws its water from the reservoir, treats it, and then distributes it into, obviously, the series of pipes, wells, etc. Tanks, I should say. Not wells, tanks. Twelve, I think, in the city. The city also does receive some of its water from an underground aquifer. Same one, I understand, also, I think, serves parts of, extends partly into Louisiana, maybe Alabama. I think it's 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 a pretty big aquifer, underground. Nonetheless, though, the majority of it does come from the reservoir. And, in fact, that was one of the primary reasons for building the reservoir, was to dam up the Pearl River and collect water there to serve the city. Also for recreational purposes. And if you go out and look at the Pearl River Valley District, if you look at their mission and their function, it states that. But they do not operate 
because some people ask me this, that the Pearl River Valley District Supply does not operate and oversee the treatment plant. It's not their function. That's your understanding, Rhino? Yeah. Yeah, the city does. Correct. They're responsible for it. So, and there's another treatment plant, been around the the Fool plant, I think it's called. Uh, been around 100 years or so. It'll be Curtis uh, up and online in the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in that time frame, as I recall. But the pipes, the underground pipes, some of which are 200 years old, cast iron. And they wear out, they rust, no doubt. They require constant attention. But much of this existed before the present mayor took office. He's been in office five years. Before he took office. And in fact, but he's quick to point out, and unfortunately, that seems to be a more typical situation in our political realm, it wasn't me. That was here before I got here. I didn't do it. Yeah, but you were elected to fix it. I think it's fair to say that when people cast their vote for certain candidates, they really don't care about who caused problems for them in the past. They expect and demand and deserve your complete attention to the most serious issues to address them correct them. I would submit that that may be more relevant at the municipal level than anywhere in terms of an elected elite leader. And it's because in that role as a mayor or city manager, whatever the form of city government is, there's a chief executive. And they are responsible directly for the organizational units that deliver services directly to the citizens, be it police, fire, public works, recreation, in this case, water. Some cities also deliver other utilities, electricity, gas. But in the city of Jackson, it's pretty much police and fire and rec and roads, public works, water. Trash pickup. Trash, excuse me, garbage, thank you. But you see the deal, though. I mean, these are things that directly impact people that live within the boundaries of the city. But the chief executive has got pretty, pretty broad authority over hiring, firing the individuals who run those departments. Bear in mind, it's all of these services that are provided by the city that allow any city to exist and historically, it's what allowed cities to grow. Correct. And he who he or she who best manages those services usually produces the most thriving municipalities. But when you fail in that management, you pay the price for it. People leave. Before I did the interview Sunday, I just did a quick lookup of that. The city's... Largest population on record, 1980, at about 202,000. It's now at about 163 census. That's a significant decrease in population over that period of time. But nobody wants to hear the finger pointing. Wasn't me, it was them. It's climate change. It's floods. It's cold. It's heat. 
Well, how in the world did any of those issues cause the treatment plant, the OB Curtis treatment plant, to, to be so chronically understaffed? You see the data on that? In managing water systems, in accordance with the Clean Water Act of 1974, I mean, this ain't nothing new. The EPA, responsible for and has purview over enforcement, essentially, of those guidelines, of those laws, promulgates the rules, the standards there, too. And the standards say, in accordance with some of the documents that I was able to research and review, that the Curtis plant should have 12 Class A water operators on staff. It has two. And in fact, some employees reported working 24 and 36-hour shifts just keep the water flowing and clean without sometimes getting paid for it. The deputy director of the water department, who is a manager and not assigned as part of her, in this case, job responsibilities, to be on site at the water treatment plant, was too on site, pitching in and finally wrote an email, said, I can't keep doing this. This isn't anything new. Now tell me how climate change caused this staffing problem. How floods caused this staffing problem. By the way, the EPA, under authority of the law, comes into cities and uh, in other jurisdictions to essentially audit those water systems, make sure that they are being operated in accordance with the law. They come into Jackson in 20 and say, you guys are in violation of all sorts of of uh, the Act's requirements and the, and the rules as promulgated. Wrote them up. That was in early 20. Comes back in later on in 20 and says, it ain't getting any better. Comes back in 21, said the same thing. Comes back a few months ago and says, you know, we told you about the staffing problem two years ago. We don't see you've made any effort to correct that. Is that your understanding of it? That's it. I just want to make sure I'm saying this accurately to the people. It's what I said on the on the show with Fox, but i got to tell you, this was after reviewing a number of reports. I think this is uh, 100% accurate. So how does climate change affect that? That sounds like a dereliction of duty to me. Climate change didn't cause that problem. We'll step aside for a break. We'll come right back on middays. Stay with us. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 37 to 103.58. March cotton was up 13 to 127. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 26 and a half to 13.94 per bushel. January soybeans were down 26 and three quarters to 13.98 and a half per bushel. December corn was up one and three quarters to 6.67 and a half per bushel. March corn was up two and a quarter to six seventy three and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile October live cattle was up sixty five to one forty five twenty. December live cattle was up fifty to one fifty seventy five. October feeders up one sixty two to one eighty six fifty seven. November feeders up one fifteen to one eighty seven forty. And at the open, the Dow Jones down fifty seven points thirty one thousand two sixty one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi.
are back on Middays. Back on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. The kangaroo is jumping around once again today. The Dow all over the dang place. Can't really find any direction. Don't think it will, by the way. September and October, at least for a while, are are typically really uh, challenging months for the market. I think the midterms may play a role, and then. The, but the biggest thing is inflation. Till we get some, I think, indication that inflation is moderating, stabilizing, even better, starting to come down. I just don't think investors are too fired up about uh, really coming off the sidelines. Uh, so just talking about this water situation. By the way, Alex Eaton, the executive chef and owner of the Manship and the Aplos restaurants in Jackson, coming on the program at 11.05, we'll discuss how they've been dealing with the water situation. So I, I say this just to point out that these issues... The chronic understaffing at the water plant is not its not driven by climate change and racism. That's crazy. The Wall Street Journal penned what I thought was a really good analysis. The editorial board did. And it points out that similar situations exist in other cities across the country. They named Detroit and Flint, Michigan, where they um, is essentially pursued receivership for some cities. That has been pursued across the country to try to get things back on track. And this really comes down to the finger-pointing that we see from a lot of the mainstream media and journalists even some from within our state and our community, is one that pushes this narrative that this is because of, of white flight out of the city. Of course, it's the GOP state government that has abandoned the city. That's the other big narrative. And I, I don't really understand that, and I take serious exception to that, because the city and municipalities or self-governed within the state. They are not the responsibility of the state with respect to these services produced and delivered by the municipality. The state doesn't run the police department in the city, the water department, the garbage pickup, the roads within the city. Those are city functions. They get revenue for that. They manage that. Otherwise, you don't need a city government. That's their job. And you know as well as I do, folks, if a governor was just to show up and say, you know, or the state government, forget the governor, just the state government in general, without there being a crisis, okay, not, nothing immediate, nothing urgent, said, we're concerned about the future, what may happen in the future with respect to your water system. We're taking over. They'd be in court. You can't do that. You can't take over. And, and so the fine line is... Just look at the fight over the airport. Yeah, that's a great example. So now they're mad because they say the, the state abandoned them, but if the state had attempted to intervene, they'd raise hell, no doubt. You'd end up in court. I'm the elected people here. I'm in charge, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Isn't that what we 
in our at our state level say about the federal government when they encroach? Same deal. So you can't have it both ways. You're mad because, well, they didn't come help. But if you try to help, you get mad because they're taking over. Such a conflict. Such a, uh, really, it's just hypocrisy at the end of the day. So which is it? Now, here's the thing. If the state takes over, well, then that means, well, then you're responsible for all these problems. And that means you need money. Just like Senator Blunt said the other day, it's something I can't forget. I said, what do you think is needed? You remember, Rhino, he said, we need money and sound management. Boom, period, end of story. Agree, money, lots of money. Estimated to be upwards of a billion dollars. Well, the state ain't got a billion dollars to give them. And and then if you give Jackson that, what about all the other municipalities? It's got to be some other approach here that makes sense. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later on in the program. I've got some ideas, but ensuring reliable, safe drinking water is a local responsibility, not a state responsibility, period. The state doesn't get the revenue from providing those services. The city does. The city can also sell bonds to fund capital improvement projects, such as for water, but you've got to maintain sound financial condition to do that at an affordable interest rate. We'll t- step aside for a break. Super Talk News, Fox News, Alex Eaton, executive chef and owner of the Manship and Aplos when we return. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. Police confirm the body of a Memphis, Tennessee kindergarten teacher, Eliza Fletcher, has been found in the woods. The man accused of kidnapping her Friday is charged with murder. The location where investigators discovered the body is within walking distance from the Longview Gardens apartments. The place where Fletcher's alleged kidnapper, 38-year-old Cleotha Abstin, is said to have been hours after the abduction of the mother near the University of Memphis. Jeremy Pierre with Fox 13 Memphis. The manhunt continues for one of two brothers suspected in stabbing attacks in Saskatchewan, Canada, Sunday, 10 people killed, 18 injured across 13 locations. 31-year-old Damian Sanderson and 29-year-old Miles Sanderson charged with murder, attempted murder, and breaking and entering. But Damian Sanderson was found dead. Police say his injuries were not self-inflicted. Miles still on the run, and investigators believe he's hurt and still armed and dangerous. Fox's Alexis, Alexis McAdams there. America's listening to Fox News. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Just days after Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves announced the end to participation in the federal rental assistance program put into place due to the pandemic, a Mississippi woman admitted to defrauding the federal government of over 81000 in assistance in the program. This program was also inviting fraud. It was inviting people not to work. Dr. Jamison Taylor is the Director of Policy and Legislative Affairs at the American Family Association. Democrats have done a great job of using the COVID crisis to push their fiscal and social agenda. Part of that agenda is increasing the debt, inflating the dollar, getting people on welfare. Because the data shows that when people get on welfare, even when Republicans get on welfare, guess what? They vote Democrat. He says these programs aren't getting residents out of poverty, and he believes the governor made the right call. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. You're familiar with propane grills and how they can turn any night into a cookout with ease, but with outdoor propane fire pits, lighting, kitchens, pool, spa, and patio heaters and other amenities, you can transform the rest of your yard into the envy of the neighborhood. Propane is a cleaner, more efficient fuel for outdoor activities while giving an instant on-off convenience and precision temperature control. Propane can do that. For more information, visit MSPropane.com. Just a week after the state took over operations at Jackson's main water treatment facility, there's been a lot of progress. Governor Tate Reeves was joined by leaders from MEMA, the State Department of Health, and the Army Corps of Engineers for a press conference Monday. We have returned water pressure to the city. There are currently zero water tanks at low level. Health officials tell me this morning that the plant is pumping out cleaner water than we've seen for a very, very long time. Reeves says he's open to all options, including possible privatization, as well as having a commission that oversees failed water systems. He also mentioned that Jackson has been struggling to collect water bills for years and says dealing with that will be part of a long-term solution. It has been over a month now since the entire city went under a boil water advisory. For details on water distribution sites, log on to supertalk.fm. Did you know that just by changing where you buy your office supplies that you can supply jobs for blind Mississippians? MIB offers over 65,000 office supplies, including office furniture and your ink and toner. We offer good customer service with budget-friendly pricing and free shipping. Shop with a purpose today, helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. If you buy it, give Mississippi Industries for the Blind a try. Visit us at shop at msblind.org today. 
Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Well Studios. Been talking about the water situation in the capital city of Jackson, Mississippi, this morning. Alex Eaton, executive chef and owner of the Manship and Aplos Restaurants in Jackson, is our guest in the Element Well Studios. Alex, thanks for coming in. I'm happy to be here. All right, so you've uh, you felt this uh, the pain of this water situation firsthand. You're trying to operate restaurants. Uh, and uh, make make a living doing that, and keep your folks employed, and and serve people meals. It's kind of hard to do without water. Yeah, I wish this was the first time we've had to deal with it, but we've actually, you know, been numb to this for so long. We were on that boil water notice to start, uh, and then last year we actually had the big freeze, which knocked us out, and uh, you know. We were we just couldn't sit there and think what what can we do so we went and you know I I went and found a water trailer and figured out how to hook it up and at, at one point we were the only restaurant in the city of Jackson open for about three days which I wish uh, was the case from a money standpoint <laughs> however we were practiced in this um, so we went and you know I, I called some of the same connections from the last time and they were down on the coast uh, which which made it nice because we were able to get some really nice facilities and a, a water trailer here and uh, you know I wish I couldn't say we were used to it but we are unfortunately oh, yeah. so I think we're in week six of the present boil water alert to my calculations Is that right Rhino week six yep and, and this is nothing new. We've seen these uh, uh, regularly, it seems like. It's a regular occurrence. So you're used to it, accustomed to it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's difficult for those that aren't around here, people that are in town for business. They don't understand it. They don't, you know, but for, for, for the other people that are, are used to it, they just sit there, man, I can't believe you're having to go through this. You know, this is terrible. This is horrible. And it, it is horrible, and I don't want people to feel sorry for us because – we're in the restaurant business. It's a tough business. Uh, but I would like to say that if you're in Jackson in the restaurant business as of late, uh, you can pretty much make it anywhere if you can get through what's what's all thrown at you That's here. That's a good point. So the pressure, it, it is reported by the governor and city officials that the pressure has been restored to a normal level. Is that your experience in the restaurant? Yeah, it's come back to a normal level, and uh, you know these these bathrooms and water trailers. We're renting them; they're they're expensive. But the 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 question you have is, they say it's back to normal. 
well, what about the day that they need to make a quick fix or something and it's not? So you're holding on to all these assets that are costing you money in an already thin margin business uh, just to make sure you've got your bases covered because you know, you never know what, you know, they fix it here. Well, then all of a sudden an area that's not used to having pressure gets pressure and it starts blowing all the other pipes. I mean, yeah. it's a complete mess. And the mayor actually warned of that. He said that uh, when pressure was restored, especially coming all at once in, a, in kind of a, a, uh, a burst like that, that pipes are subject to fail and likely to see leaks again. Clary Ledger had an article this morning about a street, in, in Jackson, the residents there who said it was a common occurrence just to see water spraying up from the street. And they'd call, and sometimes they'd come out, sometimes they wouldn't, and when they would, sometimes they couldn't fix it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm I'm from this area, and it's it's getting, you know, we the, the city of Jackson has a lot to offer. The areas that I'm in, the, the community's great, um, but the, all those that have left and those people that never came in, are, you know, it's getting harder and harder to kind of defend uh, why you're still around. You know, it sure. sure is convenient to get to your friends and get to your, your favorite restaurants, but when you're eating off paper plates, it's a lot more convenient not to be around that. Well, I will tell you that uh, uh, certainly at, at the Manship restaurant, I entertained a, a number of out-of-town guests, uh, business guests, and thoroughly enjoyed it, and thoroughly impressed with everything. Uh, but also, they, you know, they got eyes. They can they can see some of the other blight in the city. They know the issues. And heck, now we're on the national scene, right? We're getting national attention, the kind of attention we don't want. That's right. I mean, we 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 were trying to be the ones that kind of prop the city up, and at times it feels like you are. Um, but you know, it's 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 not good attention. And I try try not to be negative and try to be positive and find positive things through this. And I think there are going to be some positives through this. Um, and everybody knows that, you know, to get to the uh, top of the roller coaster, you got to go to the bottom. So I just hope they can figure this out because it's it's gotten drastic. And, um, you know, I don't know what what's going to happen, but we're optimistic that something's going to happen. Are you in touch with your competitors, other owners uh, of restaurants in the city? Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, when everybody's in this situation, I've said this before, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a Boy Scout, I've, I, I'm a hunter. I mean, I'm, I, I, not to say enjoy it, but I, I do like to show to my staff that we'll do anything to, to help them do their jobs better and to try to keep their paychecks coming. Sure. Uh, other guys, Derek Emerson and me are really close. He owns uh, Walker's Kate all those restaurants i mean we were we were meeting at the back of his restaurant looking at each other's setup and how you get you know the water from say the the ridgeland water system how do you filter it another step off of a water trailer and hard line it into your restaurant how do you cut the city's water to to push your own water in because it's it's more than just bathrooms it's dish machines it's cooking i mean you have to have water to cook and i mean you can't even on a bowl of water, if the water's brown, you can't mentally right pour that on something, even though you're you're boiling it. So I mean, we're we have great partners, mm. uh, the Browns with Brown Bottling. People ask, why yeah. do you serve Pepsi? Well, that's why because they're on it. They're they're here. They're bringing us everything we need. They're trying to cut costs to help us cut costs. Um, you know, it's not easy to to tell the average guy we got to charge you a dollar for water today. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I, it sounds like you guys are, are, are being kind of thrust into the role of water engineer, uh, besides running a restaurant and preparing food. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy this happened this week because I've been working for about three weeks with the state of Mississippi and one of my partners uh, and Pepsi to figure out a way to do a reverse osmosis system with a water, uh, water tank and how to power the Pepsi machines and what all exactly we want to power when we don't have water. Because mm. the difference in a boil water notice and what has just happened is we can boil water, we can bring water in, but when you turn the faucet and nothing comes out, it takes it to a whole nother level. A lot of people want to fall down in that situation, but you've got to be proactive because, you know, this has been going on for, I don't know, I think I've heard you say 30 years, 25 years, 30 years. It's not going to get better. It's, they might can fix it for a little while. You've got to be proactive and figure out ways to, to prevent this because you're going to look foolish if this keeps happening and you keep wondering when they're going to fix it. Yeah. Have you uh, received any uh Communication or or uh, has the city hall attempted to contact you and we ask have, you what's going on? We there? have actually been very happy with the state as far as the Mississippi Health Department. Okay, uh, the federal state department has been active, calling us back, even you know asking questions, working with us on that. We haven't heard much from the city, um, and I mean that's that's kind of the whole issue is transparency and communication. Um, I'm not here to really get political. I mean, we need the city to step up. We need them to be helped. We need them to do well. Um, It's been done. It's been a rock-bottom scenario in in Birmingham. And when you go to Birmingham, you're starting to see, you know, things happen. But I think the most important thing is transparency and to say we need help and, you know, not make this about, you know, white versus black. It's we're, we're all living here, so we all need to be in this together, and I think we all need to be represented and represented equally. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a, a political matter. It's not a matter of, of race or any other physical attributes. It, the, the water don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a bit disappointing to hear that the city has not really made any effort to contact you or any of the other businesses or restaurants directly. Maybe some of those have been contacted, but, um, I mean, you're a prominent operator of two uh, restaurants in the city. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to, um, you know, get, get somebody just to pop in and kind of tell us where they're at. Um, I don't really watch a whole lot of news anymore. Uh, I just kind of keep my head down, but, um, you know, it's... Uh, there's definitely not going to be any, uh, you know, money given back or any kind of credits. Um, and, and really, that's the problem is that, you know, the, we, we try to make these restaurants where they're affordable and that, you know, people get a good deal. And then when they're when you're having to pay all this extra money you didn't account for for the, you know, you can hold on for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Here we are in six weeks. So. I don't know how much longer it can go, but we're going to figure it out to where we can keep going. Right. We're uh, out of time here, but a quick question before you go, Alex, is have, have you been receiving bills on a regular basis, and are they accurate? I have. I can honestly say my first three years living at my residence in Jackson, I did not receive a bill, and I made my wife send in $80 just oh, so boy. we could fight it if it ever happened. I finally got a bill after three years and had a credit. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not the first person I've heard just, with that same exact scenario. Alex, thanks for coming on, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. Thanks it. for Good having me. Alex Stay Eaton. safe out there. Yes, sir. Alex Eaton, executive chef and owner of the Manship and Apollos Restaurants in Jackson. We'll step aside for a break here on Middays. We're coming right back. Outside. 
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. 
CC in Senatobia on the ceasefire text line informs it's not climate change, it's not racism, it's Trump's fault, of course. Well, sure. Isn't everything? Trumpies. MAGA Republicans. <laughs> yes, Trump derangement syndrome is still going strong. Unfortunately, it, it's crazy, but it is. Uh, so there was an article that I came across over the weekend that said, and this was a radical far-left loon, said, yeah, the state of Mississippi's solution to the water crisis in Jackson is black death. That's what they said. Serious. I'm serious. It's um, it's the old never let a crisis go to waste, right? But in this case, it's make sure that you make it all about racism. But I'm struggling with that one because there are lots of folks that came to help from outside the Jackson area. City of Pearl, for example, right? Numerous businesses, the National Guard, Department of Health, private citizens, all pitched in with water distribution, etc. I didn't see anything racial about that one way or another. But the, you don't see that. You don't get that news, do you? Well, no, because you got activists with press passes pushing their narrative. Hmm. Well, they got to go back to 19-whatever to find some dude that's been dead longer than both of us have been alive combined that's true. to make it racist. Well, speaking of which, we, we did spend time and money removing the statue of Andrew Jackson, did we not? Is that right? City Hall? Didn't that happen? I think so. Changed the names, some signs? I thought that happened. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago, right? Uh, yeah, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic. It was during the summer of George Floyd That's unrest. Right. Of course. Oh, that'll fix it. So this article that uh, was published in, in CNN was an opinion piece written by Ralph Eubanks, published August 31st, just a few days ago. And he's the one that said that the end game is, quote, Black death. Golly, just incredible. If we don't somehow in this country figure out a way to get past attaching, assigning racism as the root cause of every problem, every imbalance, every disparity, every failure... We're never going to solve any problems. It's long in the tooth. It's tired. Now, that's not to say that there's never been racism in this country or that there's not elements of it still in place today. Of course. But every single problem and issue is not racism. Just not. And if what they're saying is true, it's black death, then why are so many white people coming in to help. Doesn't make any sense. And the other the other condemnation pieces that condemn the state government. It's the GOP controlled government. It's their fault. 
And again, I point out, the state is not responsible for municipalities and their delivery of services. They're activists with press passes pushing their narrative. If Hmm. they were actual journalists, yeah, you can point out failures by the state as long as you also point out the failures and ineptitude of the idiots running the city of Jackson. Uh, they don't. They don't do it. But they won't lay a finger on them. No, doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. You know what people want? They want elected leaders who are problem solvers. They don't want finger pointers. That's easy. Everybody can do that. Nobody cares. They don't want to hear it anymore. Come, it's Joe Biden. It's the MAGA Republicans taking away your rights. Really. Unbelievable. So, this uh, this writer, this Eubanks guy, says, It's no surprise the state government of Mississippi has ignored the city's problems with its water system to the point of an absolute failure of the system. Now, unlike the warm water that flowed from Jim Crow-era colored water fountains, the people of Jackson have no drinkable water at all. It's almost as if Jackson is being told to drink from colored water fountain all over again, except this time drinking the water might make you deathly ill. Unbelievable. And the Democrats now, on on the national scene, are capitalizing trying to leverage this Dobbs decision. MAGA Republicans want you to force you to have a baby. It's unbelievable. Like, something had to happen for you to get pregnant, you know. Incredible. But, uh, again, we we simply... You, know, you remember last week, this is the same guy, by the way, Rhino, that quoted James Vardaman. When, in, in, in Vardaman's description of our African-American, our black population, what'd you tell us, 100 years or so ago? Oh, Some, yeah. Something like that. Gosh, I mean, if that were happening today, and Governor Tate Reeves were making those kinds of hateful comments and radically racist statements today, okay, that's a problem. But we're, we're referencing something that happened a hundred years ago. When do we ever move past that? When do we ever acknowledge progress? We don't. It's like they don't want to. Bingo. It, it, they they lose the political value of that, right? Yep. It's Joe Biden. They're gonna put y'all all back in chains. I mean, it starts there. Who could forget that? You're not black unless you vote for me. That kind of crap. Well, what has he done? He ended up squat. Made it worse. Unbelievable. The state government should take care of its people. Really, the state government should take care of its people. Well, who comprises the state government? The people. I mean, that's basically saying that people outside of Jackson should be forced to take care of Jackson. That is not the purview, the role of the state government. And I can't put my hands on it right now, but did go back and review. You heard Mr. Eaton just talk about his crazy billing experience. And and you and I discussed it last week. Who out there hasn't talked to somebody that lives in the city of Jackson that hadn't had some crazy billing experience? 
I've heard people describe it and acted the same way Mr. Eaton said, where, and I never got a bill, and just to make sure, I kept sending money. Well, the credit he got is probably because he paid. They don't have a bill to apply it to. That's how messed up it is. But I went back and did some research over the last five or six years, and the city of Jackson's revenue from water and sewer services versus expenses produces a deficit, a loss, upside down, a few million bucks. What's mismanagement? You do that in the private sector, it's called bankruptcy. Why is that? Maybe that's because you can't pay bills. It's being estimated as much as $100 million of unpaid bills. You've seen that figure? Oh, yeah. And then you've got the EPA coming in and saying, you don't have enough people to run this deal. Two and a half years ago. So instead of, I don't know, putting the rubber to the road and actually doing their dang job, the leaders of the city of Jackson decide to try to veto a no vote so their buddies can get paid to collect trash. I can say this with 100% confidence, folks. Until the corrupt procurement system is fixed in the city of Jackson, the city of Jackson will continue to slide further downhill. The procurement system is corrupt. This ridiculous, what they call MBE, Minority Business Enterprise Participation Requirement in every single procurement, is crazy. In my view, it's a form of reparations, wealth redistribution that is fraught with cronyism and corruption. Until that's fixed, no fixing anything. And before one dime of state money goes to the city, we have got to fix the procurement system. Actually, more importantly, third parties, in my view, need to be in charge of procurements with any money spent outside uh, from outside sources. It really should be the case within the city of Jackson. Yeah, I'll just turn it over to somebody and get out of the procurement business and get rid of the MBE requirement. We'll come right back with more on Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 71. 60% chance of rain on Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 82. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Come to our Deer Hunter Appreciation Sale September 8th through the 10th for all the great deals. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves Baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4. Or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The problem is you're a dude. I mean, diamonds, they're not our thing, right? But now you need a diamond engagement ring because she is the one. She is everything. Congratulations. You've already done the hardest part. You found her. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. We'll share with you all the secrets of the diamond business, the cutting, the grading, and make you a diamond expert. And then we'll get you hands-on with Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, every shape, size, and price range. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importers with 10 times the diamond selection of average jewelry stores. So whatever your budget, we'll make it easy. And guys, remember, you can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Jewelry money-back diamond guarantee. Hey, you already done the hardest part. You found her. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Just days after Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves announced the end to participation in the federal rental assistance program put into place due to the pandemic, a Mississippi woman admitted to defrauding the federal government of over 81000 in assistance in the program. This program was also inviting fraud. It was inviting people not to work. Dr. Jamison Taylor is the Director of Policy and Legislative Affairs at the American Family Association. Democrats have done a great job of using the COVID crisis to push their fiscal and social agenda. Part of that agenda is increasing the debt, inflating the dollar, getting people on welfare. Because the data shows that when people get on welfare, even when Republicans get on welfare, guess what? They vote Democrat. He says these programs aren't getting residents out of poverty, and he believes the governor made the right call. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. A little bad finger. Great tune. Love that. With a little help from the Beatles. That's correct. Day After Day was produced by none other than George Harrison. On the Apple record label. Sure was. I know we've talked about it before. A lot of folks, I'm sure, hadn't heard. Tragic story about the bad finger lads where their manager absconded with their money. It actually happened a lot back in those days before you had the sort of legal representation available today and ironclad contracting to make sure. But they were just young young kids playing music. Really good. Not just them, others as well. And they basically get taken to the cleaners by opportunistic managers who just flat out lie to them and they trust them and they want to make music. They don't have to deal with all that financial stuff. Same thing happened more recently with a lot of the child actors and actresses on Nickelodeon. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of shady contracts and money going missing and Hmm. really devious people in charge. Unbelievable. I I told you I caught an interview with uh, the remaining surviving member of the Monkees of 60s television and musical fame, Mickey Dolenz. And in this interview, he said basically they handed them the music. It was Don Kirshner and his group said, here, play this. And that's fine. But he said they were paying them $400 a week to act on the show and perform live concerts. 400 bucks a week. And record music. Unbelievable. But again, I guess just taking advantage of not really even understanding that. It's just a sad deal. Why are people crooks? It's the bottom line. And it, you know, that kind of stuff, unfortunately, gives free markets a bad name. But it's the same thing, right? Those who oppose free markets, they always point to those situations, which fortunately are the exception and are rare. But they point to those, and they basically just cast the entire system as unfair and corrupt and evil and wicked because of some bad actors. It's just, it bothers me. Lots of text on the ceasefire text line. Joe may have unseated Obama for the title of the Great Divider. What an accomplishment, Rob in Hattiesburg. I agree with you, Rob. I think this guy's a lot worse. 
than Obama was. I didn't see that kind of... I mean, he, he certainly, I think, utilized uh, divisive language, but not to the extent that this guy has. These, these labels and these pejoratives. MAGA Republicans! They want to strip your rights away! Just incredible. If the members of Congress were violent, which is what Joe described them as, political violence, they embrace it. Everyone would know. He said members of Congress were the violent ones. It's, that is absolutely correct. Ray and Gluckstadt says, I love what Ben Shapiro had to say about Joe's speech in Philly. Ben said Joe's speech sounded better in the original German. In fact, I think he published a video, did he not, with Joe speaking? I think I got this right. It was either Joe speaking and Hitler's voice dubbed or the opposite. Something to that effect. It's pretty yeah, I think funny. It was- the video from the Biden speech with audio from a Hitler speech. Okay. Yep. So true. How do people stand to listen to that beeping sound? Drives me crazy. Talking about the seat belts? Oh, yeah. I agree. Totally agree. And the captain said that. Some vehicles, it, it uh, expires after a period of time. And in most vehicles, if you do enough digging in the user's manual, in the glove box, there is a series of steps you can take to turn it off it's not recommended but it's usually something crazy like all right plug the seat belt in like click the seat belt unclick it push the button turn it into the turn it to the accessory use the blink like it's, it's a crazy series of steps but what it's doing is it's reprogramming the computer to tell it hey quit beeping yeah don't do that folks but you're right there's some procedure that you can follow to turn it off, essentially. Uh, 143 over the weekend, plus an airplane crash, says Arlen in Wayne County. That was really kind of nice to wake up to. I got a text at 5.30 or so in the morning where the Tupelo Police Department had issued an official statement. This guy that works for the Tupelo Airport, uh, on the line there, I believe, gets into a King Air and takes it up for a spin, calls, I believe, right, 911 and says, I'm going to crash this thing into the Walmart. I think that's the story. Yeah. And, of course, 911 and Tupelo Airport, they engaged the services of the police department to get involved. Yeah, they cleared out the Walmart and the Dodges in front of it and tried to get people as dispersed as possible. Wow. And I had friends at Tupelo said they'd left their home. I mean, just kind of because their home, I guess, was kind of close, and they see it flying overhead. And oh yeah, there were tons of videos on social media of the plane flying over. Yeah, and I checked a couple of the flight aware flight tracker, and I don't think it ever got above fourteen hundred feet. Pretty much stayed around the thousand foot level the entire time. I mean, it was low altitude, obviously. I got to tell you though, King Airs are complex aircraft, and I believe this individual was a student pilot, right? I don't think he's he's received his pilot private pilot's license. Just a student. Well, I just think back of when I was a student pilot. I don't think I know how even to crank a King Air. I mean, there's a fair amount of stuff you got to do just to get those fans spinning on either side. It's turboprop, twin turboprop, pressurized aircraft, bunch of systems. Maybe watch YouTube videos and use that and combine that with his basic skills and of how just physically to fly an airplane. Knew just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. Because you can I'm sure you could look up what's 
the what's called the rotational speed, the speed at which you're to pull back on the yoke and ascend, take the airplane off the ground. Uh, and that's, of course, based on weight and some other factors. But in general, there's a, a range of air speeds there. So you can probably figure that out and other things. Yeah, there's a three-and-a-half-minute video uh, on YouTube, how course. to start an airplane, King Air E90. There you go. I mean, so that uh, enough for But the other thing is, why was it unlocked? I never left my airplane unlocked, even in a hangar. I just... For, I don't know. I could see that happening a lot more often than leaving a car or a front door unlocked because, I mean... Who steals a plane? Yeah, well, it's pretty easy to get, you know, or you're right. And and I'm not sure if this was hangered or if it was out, because I believe it was owned by a physician in Oxford. And I don't know if he kept the plane in Tupelo or not. It's not uncommon. Yeah. No, it's not far, obviously, so I'm not sure. But he gets in his King Air and takes it up for a spin. If you watched uh, or if you saw the flight tracking, I mean, it was erratic, right? I mean, it was just looked like spaghetti on the map in uh, northeast Mississippi, so like between Tupelo and the Ripley area. And it's my understanding that, and I knew when he was in the air, I was telling folks, look, he's going to have to have somebody, a pilot of this aircraft, talk him down if they want to land it safely. They're going to have to walk him through it. And that's happened before in emergency situations. It's dicey, of course, and that thing comes in fast. That's the hard part, honestly. And then you start bouncing around, and that could end up in, in with a problem, producing a problem. Ruin your day, as they say in pilot lingo. But my understanding is they actually had him centered on a runway, a nearby runway up in the area, to land it. And he aborted that, I think, got afraid, got concerned about pulling that off, and thought the safer thing to do was to set it down in a field. And by the way, you're, you're taught when you're going through flight training that's one of the main things you practice is okay. You've lost, you've lost engine. You've had engine failure. You got to set this thing down, and you go through the exercise, even as a student pilot, of, of finding a suitable, best uh, position on the ground to set it down. And my instructor used to make me take it all the way down to a couple hundred feet, which is really, really low, and say, "Okay, you'd have made it. Let's go around." And, and she would always wait until I was busy flying the airplane, doing other stuff, and she'd hit that throttle and say, you just lost power. Just simulating what would happen in real life, right? Okay, and you start, and you got a whole checklist that you got to follow to try to get the thing going again. But And the other thing is, okay, can't get it going again. Let's find a place to land. So you, you're, you're skilled. You're trained in that, which is, is – uh, obvious that you would be because it's something you always worry about is i ain't got no fans to keep this thing going right so but fortunately he was not injured nobody else was hurt but my guess is that that 90 model king air is going to have to be salvaged that's about all it's good for at this point you saw pictures of it in the field oh yeah the the, uh, propeller blades all mangled and everything so it's probably what will happen but what a weird deal that was on a Saturday morning, right before the football games, too. You're just thinking, oh, my gosh, let's hope that there's not some risk there nearby Oxford and Mississippi State. Anyhow, we'll take a break right here on Middays. we got another segment. we got more to talk about this water situation and a lot of other news as well for you today. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 9-30-22. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. L.S. Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, L.S. Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. L.S. Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the L.S. commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the L.S. Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the L.S. difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Two agribusiness giants recently announced a partnership to develop future herbicide-tolerant soybeans and complementing herbicides for North American farmers, which includes a weed killer with a new mode of action. Corteva AgriScience and BASF Agricultural Solutions held a joint conference last week at a farm show in Boone, Iowa, to unveil a joint agreement to bring a new four-way soybean trait stack to market in the early 2030s. Soybeans will tolerate over-the-top herbicide applications of BASS Liberty glyphosate ammonium Corteva's and less 2 and 4D choline with Colex D technology and various glyphosate products and BASS existing and pipeline PPO inhibitors which include Kixar Tyrexar and new PPO inhibitor under development. Leaders from both companies said a five-way soybean tract is also being developed. I'm Dixon Williams that's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Wrapping up Hour 2 of the program on the C Spire text line. Is there any appetite from the legislature to prohibit this wild policy regarding procurements for all municipalities and counties? There is. Uh, it's been from Madison. And, uh, you know, as a, as a vendor to the city of Jackson and some of these other municipalities, Honestly, I've been crusading on this this procurement stuff for decades. I mean, back to the 90s, literally. I know I've discussed, you know, my experience, and I'm just one vendor out there, uh, IT products and services. Uh, I think I talked about my experience with the Memphis Light Gas and Water before, where we built, back in the late 90s, the first metropolitan area network in the country. And in looking back on it, I'm not even sure how we won the procurement uh, just because we didn't have what they wanted in terms of minority business participation. I didn't even understand that. I got to tell you, back then, when we first started doing business with municipalities in particular that stipulate the participation requirement. And And I later learned that the IT folks were able to persuade the city, which runs, in that case, the light, gas, and water utility entity, persuade them that, look, these guys have the best solution at the best price. They are the most qualified. And they persuaded them, which is crazy when you think about that, that you have to persuade the buyer, in this case, the city, on what scored as the best solution in the evaluation because it didn't, but they didn't want to award it to us because we didn't have what they wanted in terms of minority participation in the contract. I didn't even understand that. And it also included support, round the clock, by the way, monitoring and support for that system. And I'll never forget. After and it was re, it was first it was three years and it was renewed annually, and it was always bid and we were always won we always won because we offered the best and had the most experience and you wouldn't want to change horses in the middle of the stream on something like that, and by the way, no big deal but the power, the water and the gas relied on that system about eight hundred thousand customers in Shelby County. Uh, Tennessee, and I never forget, I got called to the principal's office 
it was the uh, minority contract compliance officer. I, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember the exact title of this individual. And I got called to MLGW headquarters, downtown Memphis, not far from the river, not far from where um, the baseballs play. What's the name of the, the baseball team? Not the Red... Is it Redbirds? I think it is. Memphis Redbirds? So, yeah. Yeah. It's a Cardinals franchise. AAA. So, I get called to his office. <laughs> I'll never forget it, Rhino. And he comes from around his desk. And he sits at a table in his big old office. And I'm sitting there, all dressed up, ready for anything. I don't even know what I'm there for, honestly. He didn't tell me. But I had given his title. I had a feeling what might happen. And he starts pounding the table. Mr. Gibbert, we have got to have more minority participation in this contract. And I said, well, sir, all due respect, we do try. And and by the way, it doesn't mean that minorities that work for my company would be involved in the provision of the services. It means that I would subcontract a, a certain hefty component of it to a minority-owned enterprise. I said, sir, we, we can't find any that have these certifications, that have these skills. This is complex technology. The folks I have that do this, they're very ex- well-trained, experienced, certified. This is, this is big time. It's a complex network. And he said, well, you've got to train them. Gosh, I'm not in the training business. This is not something you go away to school for a couple of weeks and learn how to do. This is years in the making. These people, these are career people. This is what they do. And he really got mad at me, raised his voice, was pounding on the table at me. So I said, well, I just got to ask you, sir, what do you hear about the quality of our service? Oh, I hear it's exemplary. What's the problem? The lights work, right? The power. the And we're not even responsible for the utilities, just the infrastructure and the technology that drives it. It all seems to work pretty good. And whenever there's a problem, 724, my team is on it, and we fix it. Most of the time, before anybody even knows there's a problem. That's the way you want it. That wasn't good enough. That's ridiculous. We'll take a break. we got another hour left on middays. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. The man accused of kidnapping a kindergarten teacher in Memphis, Tennessee, is now also charged with her murder. Her body was found in a wooded area near the suspect's apartment. Police Chief C.J. Davis. Further forensic investigation by the MPD traffic unit positively identified the body was, in fact, Eliza Fletcher. She was reported missing Friday after going out for an early morning run, seen on surveillance video, forced into an SUV. At least two people have been killed, one injured in a wildfire in Southern California. Riverside County Sheriff Sergeant Brandy Swan says take evacuation warnings and orders seriously. Fire changes very quickly, and we could uh, go from evacuation warning into an evacuation order um, very, very quickly. Meantime, a heat wave peaking today in California is expected to have power use there, hitting an all-time high this afternoon. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell with Family Term. With all the excessive heat we've had during this summer, mosquitoes are running rampant. Protect your family, protect your home. Give us a call at 601-933-1014 or reach us at our website at www.family-termite.com. That's 601-933-1014 or at our website www.family-termite.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been one week since the state stepped in to try and alleviate the city of Jackson's ongoing water crisis. On Monday, Governor Tate Reeves announced that a normal level of water pressure has been returned to most homes throughout the city. We sat down with Wyatt Emrick, newspaper owner and author, this morning to talk about where it all went wrong. Let me use an analogy to explain what's going on. Suppose that uh, you, you took uh, Mayor Lumumba and stuck him in a commercial airliner and asked him to land it. He would crash the thing into the ground. If he said, let me go hire a good pilot and go up with me, everything would be fine, right? All he had to do was hire the pilot and acknowledge that he couldn't fly the airplane. Emmerich also added that he believes Mayor Lumumba's lack of experience has led to the city's current water woes. To keep up with the water crisis in Jackson, log on to supertalk.fm. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings. And increase your odds of winning. More times to play Cash 3 and Cash 4. More ways to win with Fireball. Sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Critical moments demand experience. Whether you're on the field, in the car, or at home, you need the right people supporting you. Farm Bureau's exceptional team is dedicated to superior customer service and competitive rates, and they've got your back. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The college football playoff will be expanding from four teams to 12 teams as soon as 2024. And according to Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, the change is much needed. I'm thrilled. I think it's a huge step in the right direction. The new playoff format will feature the six highest-ranked conference champions as well as six at-large teams. And the Mississippi man who stole a multi-million-dollar airplane before threatening to crash it into a local Walmart has been denied bond. 29-year-old Corey Patterson of Shannon was formally charged with grand larceny and making terroristic threats during his initial court appearance. At around 5 a.m. on Saturday, he stole the plane from the Tupelo Regional Airport. 20 minutes later, Patterson dialed 911 and made the initial threat. After being talked down, he landed in Benton and was taken into custody. No one was injured during the process. J.T. Mitchell, Super Talk, Mississippi News. 
Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. NTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply. To think deeply. And look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back in the Element Well Studios, Super Talk Mississippi, middays, Gerard and Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music, hour three of the program. So the services PMI report just came out, and the price index uh, looks like that it sits at 56.9, and this really is a is a measurement in the services sector, economic activity in the services sector. Uh, the nation's purchasing and supply executives are the ones who report on this. It's in the what's called the ISM report, uh, Institute for Supply Management is what that stands for. And so that has got bond yields up. And that is negatively weighing on the market. So not the best of news there. It just kind of shows a a bit of a, a decrease in economic activity in the services sector. And that's uh, not really good news for the markets. Just want to pass that on. The Dow now down 165, now 175. Boy, just took a... Ten-point bounce while we were talking about it. All right, DJ and Summit, we're talking about, uh, before we went to break, I was discussing the, the procurement process, which is, honestly, it's pervasive in this country, certainly within municipalities, lesser prevalent at state levels, big time at the federal level, and got a huge boost when Joe Biden took office his first day of office, with all the executive orders, had all sorts of of uh, policies that were designed to achieve equity uh, across the spectrum of government. The orders included rules and policies to that end. And 
Look, he he um he really didn't mince any words in his published plan. I just went back, pulled it up, by the way, during the campaign about how his Build Back Better plan and and his administration would be focused on achieving equity, right? To advance racial equity as part of our nation's economic recovery. So a couple of things he wanted to do, and I'm looking at the long list of bullet points, ensure his housing plan makes bold investments in home ownership and access to affordable housing for black, brown, and native families, achieve equity in management, training, and higher education opportunities connected to the jobs of the future, boost retirement security and financial wealth for black, brown, and native families, ensure workers of color are compensated fairly and treated with dignity, Ensure equity in his bold infrastructure and clean energy investments. Strengthen the Federal Reserve's focus on racial economic gaps. The Federal Reserve really has two two platforms, if you will, two objectives in its mission. And that's really to maintain stability of the nation's currency and money supply, and also to moderate, stabilize employment. And all of that figures into inflation. Now, we could argue about whether or not we need a Federal Reserve. I know there are very strong feelings one way or another, but their charge is really basically twofold. There are two elements of it. I just described them. It's money and it's employment. And they don't have much at their disposal to impact that, except setting the Fed funds rate, the rate at which banks borrow money from each other. And then the other is uh, in their bond-buying programs, which is really just printing money at the end of the day. So that's all they have. But none of that should have included in it those objectives, anything related to race. But they've become totally woke. The Federal Reserve, that's not their job. That should just not even be on the table whatsoever. But it has because the Biden administration has really thrust race as a primary theme in all policymaking. And it's not about opportunity, it's about equity. So, for example... When one of the bullet points it says here, achieve equity in management, training, and higher education connected to the jobs of the future, what that's really saying is you're going to hire based on some quota system, not based on who's best suited, best qualified, who would provide the best value and outcomes. No, that's not important. What matters is your physical attributes. That's how you get hired. And so we've seen a number of private sector companies also include these efforts in their policies. We've talked about a number of them. American Express is the one that comes to mind that theirs was fairly radical, bonusing managers based on the the number of minorities, specifically black people, that they hired and promoted. And so it it influenced their management, their management decisions. 
not qualifications or performance. That doesn't even enter into the discussion. It's this march to mediocrity that we're talking about. So DJ and Summit says, how or who initiated the minority procurement system? Is it some federal mandate? It's, it's not. Except, DJ, in the case where it would be attached as a condition in use of federal money. Okay, that absolutely. Such as um, certain federal contracts that are let, that might be administered at local or state levels, requiring those contracts to go uh, to union-based organizations. That would be an example. That's been around for quite some time. But for the most part, at the municipal level, the minority requirements in procurement were initiated and policies adopted at the local level. And that's been around for a while, a long time. And again, what that does is is it, it causes the buyer, in this case the municipality, to focus on minority participation in a given proposal, a given RFP response. That gets a fair amount of weight, an outsized amount of weight, relative to the technical qualifications, if that's the case, or the, the quality of, of the products, the pricing, service, references, past experience, all that takes a back seat to the amount of minority participation, essentially the amount of the, the contract that would go to minority entities, minority enterprises. And, and so, and even Wyatt Emmerich on Paul's show this morning, he said it. I, it's like, hey, Wyatt, glad to hear Welcome to the club. Those of us that deal with these municipalities and other public sector entities that have these minority participation requirements woven into their procurement policies, we've been pointing this out for years. I mean, I have, I feel like over 25 years. And have been, I don't want to say the victim, but I've lost deals I've lost projects. I've lost on big proposals, uh, uh, big contract awards, simply because of the lack of minority participation to their liking, or maybe a competitor had more. And and then they figure out all kind of ways, honestly, of working around that, where the money gets transferred here, but it didn't really go there. But the way it gets sub- submitted, it at least appears that that's the way it's working. And there's some folks out there that honestly are just in the business of inserting themselves and availing themselves to vendors to satisfy the minority participation requirement. I mean, that's really what they do. That's their enterprise. I had a situation in my contract in Memphis that I talked about, Memphis like gas and water. I, I included... In the out years there, the final several years of of having that contract, after I got (laughs) scorned by the uh, compliance officer that I discussed earlier, we included a a company that was a a registered minority enterprise, and we literally compensated them a fair amount of money every month 
not to provide really any technical services that were the core of this agreement and of this contract, but rather to vacuum the racks of all this sophisticated IT gear just to try to meet the minority participation requirement to their liking. And that, honestly, that satisfied them. It was just a carve-out from our contract we gave to another party. We'll step aside come back. We're on middays in the Element Well Studios. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Speaking of fancy-shaped diamonds, never in our 75-year history at Juniker Jewelry have fancy-shaped diamonds been as popular as they are today. Well, Catherine Heigl chose a pair, Blake Lively, and Oval. John, what is your favorite? I'm going to go with Catherine. I love the pear shape. And I'm an Oval girl. Ryan Reynolds can do no wrong, boys. Whichever you choose, a fancy-shaped diamond brings a bit of style and drama to the show allowing you to express your individuality. And they're all here at Jenniker Jewelry. Ovals, pears, radiants, emeralds, cushion cuts, and marquees. Along with our diamond professionals who will help you create the engagement ring of her dreams. I'm Rachel. I'm Corey. And I'm John Ravenstein. For the first time. Or the ring of a lifetime. We have the perfect fancy-shaped diamond for you. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi. Back in the Element Well Studios. So we're talking about this this pilot that stole, took the King Air Force spin. So he was a line worker at Tupelo Aviation. And and what line workers do is they fuel aircraft and they when they come off at, at a um, a general aviation airport like that, or even in the case of Tupelo, which also does service commercial traffic, uh, commercial flights, they will, um, once the airplane has has departed the runway, the ramp, and into the, uh, the, the landing or the parking area, I should say, they will direct them in and and park them for their their final. It's unlike a bigger commercial airport where you got a jetway. Sometimes if you do, they'll do the same thing. But uh, so fueling also for private aircraft that are that are stored in a hangar, they will pull those aircraft out of the hangar prior to a flight. The the owner, the pilot of the airplane will notify the aviation service and tell them they're coming out. Please pull the airplane out and have it ready. And then, of course, once you you land and you park it, and they park you, they'll return it to the hangar. Now, using those tractors and and pushing and pulling airplanes around and putting them in hangars, it's uh, you ever watch them? It's um, it's pretty sensitive, I should say, because they're just really, really close. Those airplanes are to maximize the optimize the space under the hangar, under the roof. Uh, but that's that's what he did. Now, uh, somebody said I thought he was a mechanic. I don't think so. In in the aviation world, to work on airplanes, you have to be certified. They call them A and P, um, airframe and power plant. Thinks what it stands for to be certi- certified by the FAA to work on airplanes. I didn't see anything that said he was a certified A and P mechanic. I mean, he could have perhaps helped. But I think there's even some rules about that, Rhino, where you get just can't be up in, the, in an airplane doing anything unless you're certified, because obviously safety is a concern, it's an issue, right? So, right. Um, and then there, then there also there's another uh, area related to that, which would be in avionics when you're dealing with the electronics. And a lot of times the A and P people are not the same that deal with the avionics aspect of airplanes. And sometimes in bigger cities, the same service will have people that do both. But usually those are different disciplines, different certifications, the avionics aspect, the instruments um, relative to the the power plant and the airframe itself. And, of course, airplanes, private aircraft, have to have what's called an annual. Obviously, you can tell from the term, every year. And, and if you did your car that way, it'd last a lot longer. But bottom line is uh, you have to do that on – a uh, an annual basis and A and P mechanics literally take the airplane apart. It's amazing and put it back together and check everything out and uh, identify any kind of issues and and you got to fix them. And if you don't, they will not release that airplane for flying. They have to sign off on it. And your logbooks have to have all the records of the annuals and and those A and P mechanics that sign off on that. I mean, it's their reputation. So you don't say, well, now nah, I don't fix that. If it is a requirement to certify the airplane as airworthy, you ain't getting that signature unless you do. 
So uh, that's why the, you just have so few, if you think about the gazillions of flights, so few uh, failures of equipment. It's usually pilot. I mean, it happens, but that's why, because those things are taken apart and put back together on an annual basis. But anyhow, that's just a weird deal to see that King Air flying around. I, I just still can't. you got to be pretty good, I would think, to just watch YouTube videos and figure out how to even get that far. That's pretty impressive, especially if you're a student pilot, and to that date you've pretty much been in the left seat of a Cessna 172 that's um, going really slow. It's kind of like being on a bicycle versus a race car. And things happen fast in those airplanes, even even a King Air, which I think that particular model can cruise at about 150, and for the most part, he was staying around 150 to 180, 190. That's really fast, at 1,000 feet especially. That ground moves by pretty quick when you're going that fast. So just glad that nothing bad happened other than messed up the King Air. You can replace that. Can't replace human life, obviously. And, and uh, man, so pleased that he didn't act on what his original warning was, which is to crash that thing into the Walmart. He also did post on Facebook while he was airborne and uh, said something to the effect that he loved his family and he didn't want to hurt anybody and goodbye. It's also been reported that apparently his father was, uh, that's not true? That was reported by one of the news outlets, okay. and I'd uh, come to find out it's just a mistaken identity, same name. Okay, gotcha. So that's not true. Correct. All right. Glad they had to issue an apology and a retraction. Glad you pointed that out. Because there was also some news sources that were reporting that the airplane crashed, and they, they I think they kind of, uh, they kind of described it as a little more serious than it was. I mean, yeah, it's a crash when you don't land on a runway and you can get out of the airplane and walk away and you can use the airplane again. That's That would be a safe landing. If you can't do that, yeah, you could describe that as a crash. But they seem like they jumped the gun a little bit on that, in my view. So, uh, anyhow, Terry's upholstery. We have a problem here, just like Russia and China. It's propaganda. And he also says maybe they should oversee this money somehow, and I'm frustrated how the Republicans are getting blamed for this, talking about the situation in, in Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I, I, would just, I would just go on record as saying that I could not support any allocation of any state money, even though right now, as we discussed last week, the, um, the DEQ, which is administering the grant program authorized by the state by law this past session, which carved out $450 million from the state's allocation of $1.8 billion of American Rescue Plan funds. $450 billion has been, excuse me, million, million, has been earmarked by the state in the form of grants to municipalities and counties specifically to address their water infrastructure. It's, it is money that would match the amount the municipalities and counties received under the uh, American Rescue Plan. So it essentially doubles the amount they got directly from the government. In the case of, of uh, Jackson, I think it was $42 million. And then the county, 45. it's been suggested they pull their money and then get matching funds from the state, puts them up to about $174 million. 
to use for water infrastructure, but the municipalities are required to submit comprehensive plans. The DEQ published the requirements, what needs to be included in those plans. In September 1, the first day, municipalities and counties could submit their plans for review and ultimate approval and feedback from the DEQ. I've yet to determine whether or not the city of Jackson has submitted its plan. Couldn't find anything on that. Seems to me like you would be the first in line, given the situation in Jackson. You would have had it all teed up, ready to go. They've known about the requirements for some time. They had ample time to produce their plan and submit it and get on it, make it a priority. Honestly, if I were the mayor, I'd be sleeping at the DEQ in this situation. A lot of people are hurt and are in pain as a result of this failure. I would stay on it until it is done, and I'd get on it. But what I could not support is that at that point, the state just writes a check. The treasurer, David McRae, says, here's state, uh, excuse me, here's city of Jackson, Hines County. Here's your $87 million. No. To do what? Go back to the same corrupt procurement practices? No. Couldn't support that. And when we had Senator David Blunt on the program last week, I point blank asked him if he would get behind some sort of third-party independent oversight, soup to nuts, identify, commission the projects, oversee, administer the procurement process, no minority participation requirement garbage in the request for proposals, and then fairly score those with experts, subject matter experts that come from anywhere, as far as I'm concerned, that understand public water systems and the technical requirements and the best way to score bids that come in, and then award to the the winner based on how they scored across that matrix. That does not include minority participation in it. Because that's not going to fix the water problem. That's just legal wealth redistribution. And then they should be the oversight for the contracts, the deliverables process, the payment, disbursement, the acceptance process, all the above. That cannot be left to the city, in my view, consistent with the way they've been procuring. We'll step aside. I got more on this when we come back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 71. 60% chance of rain on Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And a look to Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Your next deal on wheels is at Pinnacle Motors. Head on over to Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon for that no-hassle experience on your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Classics from a 57 Chevy to a Corvette, we have those too. And grab that trailer to pull that four-wheeler, ATV, or tractor as well. Financing, warranties, and we'll buy your vehicle too. Pinnacle Motors is the place for you. Visit us online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. 
a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. At Batteries Plus, we power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit us in-store, curbside, and at BatteriesPlus.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been one week since the state stepped in to try and alleviate the city of Jackson's ongoing water crisis. On Monday, Governor Tate Reeves announced that a normal level of water pressure has been returned to most homes throughout the city. We sat down with Wyatt Emrick, newspaper owner and author, this morning to talk about where it all went wrong. Let me use an analogy to explain what's going on. Suppose that uh, you, you took uh, Mayor Lumumba and stuck him in a commercial airliner and asked him to land it. He would crash the thing into the ground. If he said, let me go hire a good pilot and go up with me, everything would be fine, right? All he had to do was hire the pilot and acknowledge that he couldn't fly the airplane. Emmerich also added that he believes Mayor Lumumba's lack of experience has led to the city's current water woes. To keep up with the water crisis in Jackson, log on to supertalk.fm. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi, Middays, Jerry in Waynesboro, might want to do your math again there, Jerry. It's uh, 13 billion is what Jerry shows, uh, a post here, 8 billion to Ukraine, 3.3 to Israel, a billion to Taiwan. I think you got to do the math again on how much that equals per citizen of the 330 million population. Uh, I think that's what they're trying to say here. But look, we we could argue all day about how the government should spend the five trillion dollars it spends. I'm certainly not suggesting that that's not a, a valid subject to debate whatsoever. But once again, if the federal government just arbitrarily sends money to Jackson, what about all the other cities? That's the problem. That's not how our system works. And the same with the state. I've heard that also suggested that the state offered significant money to the city. Well, nobody has a checkbook there. The governor can't arbitrarily write a check on his own to the city, nor can the lieutenant governor or any member of the legislature or any other member of state government. We have a system. That money gets appropriated because a budget, which includes line-item spending amounts, passes our legislature, gets signed off by, by the governor. So that's just not true. The now, legislature can allow municipalities to raise taxes. They did for Jackson, And too. they did, almost a decade ago. Sales tax rate, specifically. That's right, 1%. And that was on the premise that they needed that to address their infrastructure issues. But there's no evidence that that has been wisely used. What are the chances that it, too, got sucked up in corrupt procurement? About 99.9%. I've been to those city council meetings. I've watched them. They go straight to the page where a vendor, in their response, has to 
submit the amount of minority participation, include that in their response. They go straight to that page. That's all they care about. Now, there may be some folks on the council now that don't feel that way, don't operate that way. Deference to them. My apologies. Not trying to group all of them into that same category. But I have been to these meetings, and I have watched them flip those pages. And, and the first time I'm wondering, like, what are they looking for? Then I realized that's where they were going. Because there was a form where you had to show that and all that kind of stuff. So, again, until we amend and correct these procurement policies, and we take it out of the hands there, certainly for any money that comes from the state. And then you got the federal government, which it supports what the city's doing. It, it practices the same, all in the name of equity. I tell you, it's, it's almost a license to get wealthy in this country if you're a minority, honestly. If you can somehow get involved and provide something to the federal government, it's wide open. All you got to do is be a minority. It's true. It's the way it operates. And all you have to do is pay a little attention to what Joe Biden and his administration say. I ain't Pete Buttigieg, right? Interstates, roads, infrastructure, all kinds of minority themes in that effort, in that amount of money. And then the water billing system, somebody pointed that out as well. No doubt, it's a huge problem. But the billing system itself, I mean, while there's, it's expected or it's, it's estimated there's 100 million unpaid bills, that could have been put to use in the, in the Obviously, the revenue that's generated from the water system is designed to operate the water system. And that includes repairs and maintenance, which is constant. It's a 724 environment. That's why they're supposed to have 12 Class A operators. It's not an 8 to 5 deal. The water's got to flow 24 hours a day. Clean, safe, drinking water. And Mr. Eaton, who was here earlier, owner of the Manship Restaurant, by the way, several of our listeners said it's a great place to eat. I agree. It is awesome food. Appreciate that. You know, he made a point I hadn't thought about, right? I said, yeah, it's up today, and we could certainly discontinue the use of these assets and the absorption of the cost associated with them, but it could fail again tomorrow because we're kind of used to that. We expect it. Never thought about that. So basically, he's got water insurance. And he's paying premiums for it in the form of having these various assets and water systems, portable, mobile, at his restaurants. But if he were to move his restaurants out of the capital city, they would blame it on racism and white flight. No doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt about it. Not their own failings. No doubt about it. And I got to also, this is something I talked about in the in the Fox interview, which, by the way, Rhino's going to be kind enough, I think, to link that up on our yeah, site. Yeah, it's in the uh, the Middays Facebook page. Just go to super, or go to Facebook, type in Middays with Gerard Gibbert, and it'll be right there. Great. Thank you, Rhino. I could have talked 30 minutes, of course. You know, I kind of had to pick and choose what, what uh, points do I want to focus on. But, again, back to just in general terms about political leadership, you run for office – you're agreeing at that point to accept everything 
that comes with the responsibility of that office. You don't get to pick and choose, well, that was here before I got here, therefore it's not my problem. No. You're being elected to solve those problems. You are the, in the case of a, of a, a city manager, a mayor, whatever the form of government is, you're signing up as the chief executive officer. I'm taking full responsibility for everything that happens under my purview. Not just part of it, not just some of it. In the case of Jackson, I think we've listed it out. I may have missed a few, but it's police and fire, garbage, water, public works, recreation, roads. I mean, you're, you're in charge. That's what you're there for. Nobody wants to hear the finger pointing. It's true at all levels of government. But I think it's, it's of particular importance at the local level because you're running directly these departments. You get to choose who you want to run them. You're in charge. You set the budget. You set the policies. You're in charge. Sure do wish we could find out if the plan has been submitted to DEQ. Somebody wrote in and said that it's been stated, been reported, it has not. I don't, I don't know. I can't verify that at this point. We're Unless it dropped in the last 30 minutes to an hour, I haven't seen it. Well, that's I, I don't get it. Hey, can, can you explain that? Why, why that wasn't first? Why you weren't there with bells on, as they say? Personally. Personally. I mean, am I missing something? Is there something more important? You got 150,000 residents without water. I, I don't know. Can't think of too much more important than that. It's pretty fundamental to life. William and Greenville says it's going to cost over $50 million for water sewer renovations, of which the EPA is paying for it. Well, it's also been pointed out that there are numerous grant programs available at the federal level that cities can apply for. The Department of Finance and Administration of the state of Mississippi, the DFA, reports that the city of Jackson could have taken advantage of nearly $200 million of those. By the way, Wall Street Journal editorial board, which, of course, has world-class research. I think we can rely on their report as credible, as authentic, as accurate. Said the same thing. So you got $100 million of unpaid water bills. you got up to $200 million of grants available. you got the state matching money to go along with your $87 million you got from ARPA. That knocks a pretty good dent in it right there. But again, unless we fix that procurement process, you, you're not really solving any problems. You're not going to produce the optimum best outcome. It's kind of hard to imagine that a city government that can't even keep the place staffed has got the sense to put up a report, even though it's basically just, hey, come up with a plan and you get money. I know. It's pretty easy. With respect to this uh, this minority participation requirement stuff, Bob in Starkville is an instructor. He sent this. As a Mississippi Community College instructor, I was told by the state government I needed to include a woman on my advisory committee. So the question there is, Bob, is that is that does that stem from some law? I mean, if that's the case, then that got passed by the legislature. And that would be a question for them. Or is that just somebody in government saying, we really want you to do this? I mean, serious question. By the way, uh, my good friend Fred Shanks, Representative Fred Shanks, informs that he has submitted a bill to eliminate 
the minority participation requirement at the municipal level. How about that? We'll be right back. Final segment. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. It's time to fuel up during the Ag Up Equipment 75-year celebration. Save up to $3,250 on a new John Deere 5E tractor. Plus, you'll receive a $75 fuel card. Listen up, that isn't all. How about 0% financing for 72 months? Come celebrate with us at any of our 16 locations or visit us at agup.com. Offer ends 1031-2022. Fuel cards available while supplies last. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Get super low 2.9% financing for 72 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And come see the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Bring it in and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With approved credit, like model. See dealer for details. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment, Middays. James Brown bumping us into this segment. Super Talk Mississippi. So let's see if I can find it. Uh, someone asked what Senator Blunt said when I suggested the idea. Yeah, here it is on the ceasefire text line. Jim, fourth generation Jacksonian, sent this question. What did Senator Blunt say to your proposal? That My proposal was to have some sort of uh, uh, very deep oversight, complete oversight, honestly, of this um, allocation of state money through this grant program enacted this past session that would match funds with cities and counties to address and invest in their water infrastructure. And my suggestion and my proposal was that the state should have some sort of mechanism, be it the state themselves, I'd really like to see it be a third-party uh, board, if you will, an oversight panel that would administer the entire process from, again, identification and commissioning of the projects to review of the proposals to to uh, pr- producing the RFPs and devising the scoring matrix free from, without any sort of minority participation requirements. And, and this sort of scoring matrix on these kinds of projects, these are not new This should just be in accordance with industry best practices. And the same with respect to the contracts, the contract deliverables, the payment process, the uh, whether it's schedule payment or or milestone payment, whatever the case may be, and the disbursement, just to make sure and done in a complete and total transparent and accountable fashion. And what the senator said, uh, Rhino, don't want to miss quoting here and quote the senator, but he said he would be willing to discuss any such measures in good faith. The good faith was, I think, his his key statement there, his key words there, which told me he's open to it. Now, it's been reported that the mayor doesn't want this. Imagine that. The other thing I failed to mention with respect to these various pots of money that have been available is the Siemens case a couple of years ago. $90 $90 million awarded to the state, excuse me, the city, city, because of Siemens failing to fulfill its contract obligations, which again was probably a result of flawed contracts, honestly, and a flawed procurement process. But the city paid 30 of that $90 million, $30 million went to the law firm in Birmingham. 
and bragged about that because they got a reduced rate. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I can't believe they couldn't get another firm, some firm, again, that would take on that suit in in some other uh, lower-cost payment fashion. But then they had to absorb a lot of the losses from the purchase, $45 million. So that leaves them with $15 million to address a, what's thought to be a billion-dollar problem. Just another boondoggle. Just another failure, honestly. So, But the good news is the senator was uh, seemed to be wide open to that discussion. So uh, you would think that would put him at odds somewhat with the mayor, with respect to the mayor saying, I don't really, really want any oversight. Imagine that. Yeah. But again, you simply cannot fix this problem without without fixing the procurement process. So, again, it's being suggested. I'm ready for Shad to start looking into Jackson. It's already been done. I mean, the, the, the city submits to, by law, third-party financial audit. And I've read the last report, 238 pages. I mean, it's a reputable public accounting firm. That's just not the issue. The problem is what they're doing is legal. It's, it's just bad policy. That's uh, I never forget a really wise person said this to me. I won't disclose who it is. Said with respect to accountability, right? The the concept of accountability. This was probably twenty years ago. Said this to me at a lunch. Said uh, Gerard, there's no accountability for stupidity. Right? It meets the legal test. It's just stupid. No doubt. I completely agree. I mean, that just that has stuck with me since I first heard it. it. Makes total sense. Meaning we can't audit stupidity. Can't I mean we could call it out, but it's not illegal. We can't arrest anybody for being stupid. We can arrest them for breaking the law, for embezzling, for from for stealing. Wow. Yeah, I know. So on the ceasefire text line, the city of Jackson ran at nearly $10 million deficit in its water and sewage fund that can't, won't collect money from bills. Yeah, we've been talking about that quite a bit. If you look back at the last five years, I think they've produced a deficit of uh, at the high level, I think 10 or $11 million, all the way down to a couple of million. It, it's, it's perennial. It's a problem. Doesn't seem to be any interest in addressing it. We are out of time here today on the program. We thank you so much for joining us on this day back from Labor Day. We're going to be in the studios again tomorrow, Will Rhino and I. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.